0: Welcome back, everybody. We are a guy and a girl talk sports, and we obviously are here because we love to talk sports. We love to talk to people about sports, and we love to have so much fun while doing it. Oh, and did we mention sports? Because there's going to be lots of sports.
1: A ton. We've been debating sports as a couple for over 10 years and we cannot wait to have you join the debates. They get a little heated, they sometimes don't. We go off on tangents and rants, but we always have a blast doing it. So, thank you guys for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. And if you want to connect with us on a more daily scene, hit us up on social media. We have Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. They are all GG Talk Sports. Welcome back to the podcast. It feels fantastic to be sitting down, having a cup of coffee. Recording, looking at Steph, looking at Ace, looking at Mill, looking at a nice computer, recording everything. It feels good. How are you?
0: It does feel good. It feels weird. I haven't had headphones on in a minute, but <laughs>
1: it's true. It feels
0: exciting. There's plenty of sports to talk about, so it's exciting to be back to cover off on some of it.
1: All right, so let's get into our highlights real quick because the main discussion of today is literally what have we been up to in the in between of season one and season two, what you guys are going to expect and see in season two. And then obviously, what would this podcast be without a little bit of sports talk involved? So we're definitely going to cover off on some sports. So the NFC and AFC divisional playoffs just ended this weekend. We had the Browns versus the Chiefs, the Bucks versus the Saints, the Bills versus the Ravens, and the Packers versus the Rams. I also just realized I said all the teams that won first, except for the Chiefs. So we had the Chiefs first, the Browns.
0: Yeah, the games this last weekend were pretty impressive. I was a little bit nervous that some of them wouldn't even be close, but I was happily pleased that they were all really close games, super competitive games. A lot of major storylines, like in the Bucks and the Saints game. Obviously, it was Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. Is it Drew Brees' last game? What do you think?
1: I mean, we had a very long discussion about that look back. I don't know if anybody else saw it, but when he was running into the tunnel, he, like, hit a quick just, I don't know, maybe 30 milliseconds of a look back. And you could just see it. I don't know. I just felt it. It it felt like it was his last time ever playing. I hope it's not. I love Drew Brees. I think what he's done for the sport on the field and off the field as an ambassador is incredible, minus that one little hiccup. Um, But he learned from it, so we don't even need to talk about it. I hope he comes back, but I don't think he's going to.
0: Yeah, it just does. You're right. It doesn't feel like he's going to come back, so that's super sad that it might be his very last game, but we'll let him tell us that. <laughs> um, and then there was obviously another big storyline, which was the Chiefs and the Browns. That was a close game, and a lot of it was due to the fact that Patrick Mahomes went out with a concussion. So that was a bit scary to see. Like, he clearly hit his forehead, maybe twisted his neck a little bit, and then had a hard time getting up. Now the question is, do you think he's going to be able to play next week? Because it looked like a pretty serious concussion.
1: No, yeah, I agree. And I was thinking about it, too. I was like, man, I part of me kind of wishes the Browns would have won because they came out unscathed. Yes, Miles Garrett was hurt. They had a left tackle. Jedrick get hurt. But they didn't have Baker yeah, <laughs> or Jarvis or somebody like that get injured. Chubb. And, or Chubb, thank you. But having Patrick Mahomes... The half a billion dollar arm, not on your field in the playoffs, is pretty important. Yeah. Especially when it's the conference championship. Yeah,
0: and you're going to be going against a really good and really hot Bills team. So.
1: Exactly. But <laughs> I think he comes back. Let me. I didn't answer okay. your question. I'm sorry. I do think he'll pass concussion protocols. The only question is now he had about three weeks off before this game. Mm-hmm. He's now going to have a whole nother week off before this game. That's a lot of time not practicing or i'm sure they practice well for him he's not going to practice this week but that's a lot of time not getting reps not getting in-game reps for him it probably doesn't make too big of a difference but for a lot of other individuals it probably would
0: yeah i agree i think i'm hoping he'll be back because i want it to be like a fair game obviously chad Henney came in and did what he needed to do in that game
1: shout out the chads
0: shout out the chads But I don't think that in a full game he's going to give them, obviously, the same advantage that Patrick Mahomes does. So hopefully he comes back. Let's do a few other little highlights of the games. So the battle of the Aarons in the Packers versus the Rams. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers won that battle. He looked, like, in pristine condition. Like, super impressive by the Packers.
1: Unanimous MVP, in my opinion. Like, what he has done this year is incredible, not to mention – I said it on another podcast, shout out carving it up, that Devontae Adams, Jalen Ramsey, that matchup was going to be the most important matchup of the day. Yeah. Personally thought it still was. Devontae Adams made Jalen Ramsey look bad. Jalen Ramsey is an elite corner, but Devontae Adams is just on a different level right now.
0: Yeah, and their running game was super impressive too, which was good because I think being able to see them have both you know, facets of their offense was really good, and they'll definitely need it against the Bucks because that's who they will play next. And then, obviously, the final matchup that we're going to talk about is the Ravens versus the Bills. Another concussion. So, Lamar Jackson went out with a concussion. I think the Bills had kind of already turned the momentum by the time he went out. So, I think the Bills still would have won even if Lamar Jackson was still in the game. But you never want to see the quarterback go out of a playoff game with a concussion. We saw that twice this weekend.
1: Yeah, it hurt. It sucked to see because as a football fan, I just want to see the best teams going at it and see who the best team is. Sadly, you didn't get that. No offense. I don't think the Ravens are better than the Bills. I didn't mean it that way. I just mean that you would love to see the best of the Ravens going against the best of the Bills and let's see who the best team is on that given day. Shout out to the Bills though. Yeah. What they were able to do. Also, shout out to John Brown. We said his name a lot in season one. He was a teammate of mine at Pitt State. Steph and I were talking about this. I literally would watch him practice those toe-touch catches on the sideline at Pitt State all the time. He would literally just be with a receiver and they would just be throwing toe-touch or toe-taps or toe-touch taps or whatever you guys want to call it. They would practice that. And it's cool to see that translate now into a NFL playoff game where you got to watch him practice something like that and then... Turn around and make something crazy happen in an important moment.
0: It is crazy, and I mean I don't think anybody thought that the first half of that game would have been 3 3. That's like a crazy story. For sure thought it was going to be offense and fireworks. And there was some offense obviously in the second half, but what a crazy game, a crazy weekend of games. Some really impressive stuff. But now we have two matchups. So we have the Packers and the Bucks. What's your pick there?
1: Oh, we're going into picks. Okay. Um. Hmm. I mean, I gotta go. Pack. Go. Pack. Go. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is the man. Tom Brady is the goat, but I think that Aaron Rodgers is the man right now. Discount. Double check. He hasn't done that in a while. Yeah, sure. Wait for it. Um, coming. So now I think that the Packers win. I also will say. As great as the Bucks' defense did look, I don't think that they're going to make Aaron Rodgers look like that or look as silly as they made him look when they played previously.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think the Packers are going to have learned a ton from the last matchup where they obviously got blown out, but it was a whole bunch of weird stuff. And the Packers got down early. I think as long as they can stay in it early, don't make any stupid mistakes, then I think they're set up to win. But as long as they don't go down early, that clearly backfired on them. Yeah, they okay. need their
1: defense to step up and contain tom brady tom brady's still gonna go off
0: yeah but i will say like in this game tom brady played great but he didn't have to do True. too much like his starting field position was impeccable every single time they had yeah. a turnover so he just basically had to be effective which he was uh, but i think in this game against the packers he'll definitely have to like go off and be tom brady if they have a chance to win
1: yeah no i agree all right so let's move on real quick to the chiefs and the bills because i know that this is kind of this may just come down to one thing is Patrick Mahomes playing or is Patrick Mahomes not playing? Yeah. If he is playing, do you pick the, the Chiefs to win? or And then I'll ask you the other question. If he's not playing, I think I probably know the answer, but do you think the Bills will win?
0: So I'm going to actually pick the Bills in both scenarios. I just think that the Bills have a little something extra that the Chiefs don't have this season. I think that the Chiefs are still amazing, still great, so reigning Super Bowl champs, still very well could win the game with, probably, or even without Patrick Mahomes, because their entire team is great. But I just think that the Bills have shown up in all these games. Even in close games, they've been able to pull away. I think that their offense is powerful. So I just think, in either situation, I'm going with the Bills on the upset.
1: Yeah, I do. I will say, I think the one thing that you brought up that made me think of something was that something that the Bills have that the Chiefs don't have. And I think that's something that the Chiefs have that the Bills don't have is that championship pedigree. They've done it before. They've been in this moment. They've experienced the adversity, the swings, the pressure. The pressure. So I think that if Patrick Mahomes is healthy, as much as I love the Bills, and I, I think that the Bills have looked like the better team in the playoffs, I just it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes being healthy, playing against the Bills. I, I mean, they're just too good of a team. They have Patrick Mahomes at the helm of the ship. So... I think that if he is healthy, let me just say that again, and if he passes concussion protocol, I think that the Chiefs can win and will win. If he doesn't pass concussion protocol or if he does pass it and you can tell that he's still kind of like just not fully right. himself. We can't
0: even talk about the toe, is the toe true an issue?
1: or the toe? Long story short, if Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. is not 100% healthy, I definitely think it's going to be a long night for Chiefs fans. The Bills will the Bills Mafia will show up.
0: Yeah, I agree. And the Bills defense looked really good against the Ravens. So, I mean, that's promising for them coming in against the Chiefs.
1: Before we go into the coaching carousel, can we talk about what the Bills Mafia did really quickly? It's really cool. Do you want to talk about it or me? Go for it. Okay, so long story short, you guys saw Lamar Jackson suffer the concussion. After the game, Bills Mafia, I don't know how it started. Correct us if we're wrong on social media. GG Talk Sports. But I think some tweets happened They were like, hey, let's raise some money for Lamar Jackson's favorite charity. We'll each donate eight bucks in honor of him being number eight. They raised almost $75,000.
0: Yeah, that's insane. So basically, they just were saying, like, I know that we won and you lost, but you're still an amazing player. We hope you get well really soon, so let's donate some money to your charity. $75,000 is insane. It's really cool. That's super impressive. And just kudos to that fan base. I mean, we know their history. We know their passion. So I just love what they did there for a different team, too, which is cool.
1: Yeah, really cool. So shout-out to Bill's Mafia. Shout-out to Bill's fan base. That is really special. And also, hopefully, Lamar Jackson will be healthy really quickly. All right, we're just going to jump into the NFL coaching carousel. We're not going to dive into it. We're just going to jump in, talk to you guys about the latest and greatest news. And then we're going to put up an episode later on because we thought it would be very interesting to look back on who they have previously coached under to see who they're going to be like as new head coaches. So we have the Atlanta Falcons hired Arthur Smith, the Titans' offensive coordinator. The Jets hired Robert Sala, the 49ers' defensive coordinator. Don't you dare say. No, I like that one. Chargers hired Brandon Staley, Rams' defensive coordinator. Lions, Dan Campbell, Saints' assistant coach and tight ends coach. Mm -hmm. Jaguars, Urban Meyer, we all know he was retired, college coach. And then we have the Eagles and the Texans jobs, both still open currently. Probably the two most unattractive spots. Um,
0: Especially because Deshaun Watson is running out of the Texans, so...
1: And your other franchise quarterback in Carson Wentz probably doesn't want to stay in Philly anymore.
0: I mean, maybe now that the coach is changing, he might still want to be there, but then that coach is going to have to make a really hard decision. So
1: Very we'll true. All right, so we'll continue that conversation at a later time. Let's jump into just the NBA real quick because they are back up and running, but I will say you've seen a very large spike in COVID cases.
0: Yeah, I think they're struggling heavily on the COVID front, so I feel like there's been a ton of COVID-positive tests, You've seen teams like the 76ers have to play with like eight players on their roster which none of which are basically their starters. Dwight Howard was their point guard. I mean, some crazy stuff has already had to happen due to COVID cases. I know that there's a thing about Delta Airlines potentially being part of the reason cuz they fly Delta and there's not they don't test their flight attendants the way that they possibly should. There's a lot of things going on, but it's definitely something they'll have to get under control. So that the season doesn't go too
1: awry. Yeah, I think that's well said. And we're going to talk way more about that kind of later on in probably a couple episodes, honestly. Because it's very interesting what is happening in the NBA given how successful they were creating an NBA bubble format. So definitely something to watch. But I will say it's great to see NBA back. It's good to see players back. It's crazy to see Brooklyn We need to get into that. But anyways, long story short, the NBA is back. We are enjoying getting to watch the games, and hopefully they can continue at a healthy pace. Um, Another sporting organization, the NHL, is back. Not much to say there. Just started. We're excited to watch, and uh, shout-out to the hometown Preds. They won last night. And the final thing, the U.S. women's team is getting back into swing. The U.S. women's national soccer team, let me say that. And they also just announced their captain, so shout-out Becky Sauerbrunn.
0: Yeah, I'm pumped for that. I mean, we all love some U.S. women's national team soccer because we know the men do not hold up there into the bargain.
1: That is true. That is not wrong. So after all those amazing sports highlights, we wanted to dive into a little bit of a season two is back, give you guys a sneak peek of what you guys can expect, and just talk about a couple of things that we are going to be dropping in season two that we're really, really excited about. So season two, you're going to see a ton more guest interviews. That was one thing that we really fell in love with in season one. We love being able to share somebody's story, listen to their story, and also learn from somebody's story. So you're going to have a lot more of interviews, whether it be sports people, sports announcers, commentators, analysts, you name it, we're going to talk to them.
0: And then we're going to have some new segments coming to our one-on-one episodes with each other as well. There's going to be a lot to look forward to in those episodes.
1: Exactly. So we're going to have the question of the episode. Essentially what this is, is we're going to ask you guys to ask us a question on social media during the week. We'll pick one of those questions and then we'll answer it on the podcast, give you guys a shout out. And it it should be really fun. The other segment that we're going to do that we've always done is GG Picks, but we're finally bringing it back because sports are back in action and we can actually start debating on who we want to win each game. So that is something else that you guys can look forward to. We loved GG Picks in the beginning, so we cannot wait to break this back in.
0: So basically, it's going to be a lot of the same but a lot of new. I think it's going to be so much fun. We hope you're going to be tuned in to all these episodes, all these interviews, because Season 2 is going to be super exciting and obviously a lot of sports. So we hope you have all been doing super well and had great holidays since we last left off. We obviously left off with the end of the NBA bubble, and now we're back. And the NBA is already back, which is kind of crazy to me. But in the meantime, life has been quarantined still for us.
1: Yeah, we've done nothing but stay at our house and try to get our... We just bought our first home ever, so we're trying to get that situated. Yeah. We were also trying to plan a COVID wedding that, mm-hmm. well... I don't know if you guys listened to any other podcast that we were kind of featured on, we were on TV on basketball and he asked us how it went planning a COVID wedding.
0: Yeah. And in terms, it did not go well. Basically. That we is true. I have been planning our wedding, which was supposed to be in February of this year for like a year and a half, almost at this point in April, whenever COVID started, we were like, surely in February of next year, this won't be an issue and we'll be over this and the wedding won't be impacted. So we sent out our save the dates and then we reached December of 2020 and the wedding was only two months away and we were like listen this is not gonna happen we reduced our guest count drastically
1: from like 120 to about 20 people just to let you guys kind of put some numbers know, around which it.
0: also sucked we sent out a holiday card of inviting people from our wedding which felt real crappy
1: yeah it was like um, happy holidays we've been quarantining at home we yeah. love you guys but you're actually uninvited from our wedding
0: Yeah, and then after doing that, we basically ended up having to postpone the wedding altogether because it just wasn't making sense. It wasn't worth putting people at risk, especially when it was going to be such a small group. So we ended up postponing the wedding for a whole other year, 2022. It's going to be a whole other year countdown. I think we're over the 400-day mark again. I think we're, like, right at the 400-day mark, which is crazy because that's basically where we were when we started the whole thing. So in the grand scheme of things, it'll be, like, 800-and-something days since we got engaged till when we actually have our wedding, but we are still going to get married at the courthouse. So it's all good.
1: Yeah. It could always be worse. And and we're just appreciative that we're healthy and get to be together. And I can say this a little bit because I was not quite as deeply involved in the planning process, but, uh, it could always be worse. So
0: hundred percent. And like we said, we want to practice what we preach, which is COVID safety. We do not be, need to be having a wedding right now. We hope you are all still wearing your mask, staying safe, keep in your distance, and trying to get through this
1: thing yeah we're gonna have a conversation i think maybe an episode or two regarding covid and also just political situations going on i think that's one thing that maybe maybe we can tie this into what we're going to talk about on season two yeah so that'll be something that we're just really passionate about and something that we're both very excited to continue to talk about in season two because we think that it's very important to use our platforms and our voices to talk about some of the things that are going on in the world other than sports so we hope that you guys will continually support us continually listen and Hopefully enjoy even more.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm really excited to talk We touched on some of the subjects obviously last year, but there's still so much going on so much That's so important and a lot of it ties into sports So many people want you know players to not be associated with politics or sports to not intermingle with what's going on in the world But it does happen. It is natural Everybody is human and these things affect everybody. So we want to make sure we're incorporating that into season two which we're super pumped about but we're obviously still going to be talking about sports too we're going to be talking about the nba we have the super bowl coming up nhl soccer you name it we're going to be covering it college basketball we didn't mention yet that is true we'll have a march madness it is confirmed it will be a bubble situation but a massive game tonight i know don't talk about it (laughs) but we won't miss march madness this season which is something super exciting to look forward to
1: exactly so i think you hit the nail on the head we have some fantastic guests lined up. We are more than excited to get back on here, start podcasting, start sharing everything with you guys again. We really love season 1, so we just want to take this time and say one thank you so much for the support in season 1. We did not expect the growth or the listens. So, thank you guys for, you know, the support and listening and subscribing and I don't even know all the technical terms, but all of it. All of it. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And like Chad mentioned, we are on social media where we do a lot more of like a daily take on sports, a daily question, some of the highlights of the news. So make sure you're following along. The big one is Instagram, GG Talk Sports. But we also have a Twitter and a Facebook, bulk GG Talk Sports as well. So make sure you're following along over there where we can chat on a more daily basis.
1: Exactly. And like we always say, everybody wear a mask. Everybody stay safe. Do the right things that you're supposed to be doing during this crazy time of ours. So everybody have a fantastic day and we will see you guys on the next episode of A Guy and a Girl Talk Sports where we have a guest, a buddy of ours, a CFL All-Decade member.